Let's get right to it. The name is Law Nation. Appreciate everybody for jumping in. I thank you all so much for being part of this episode. I really do, uh, Cowboy Nation. And everybody that's listening and beyond, I really appreciate you for help growing the nation. Be sure on your way in to hit the like button. <laughs> Sharing is caring, Cowboy Nation. And check out me on multiple platforms under Law Nation Sports. Let's go. The grind for your mind is here. The pain, the price is necessarily. It is. Cowboy Nation. Let me know how you guys feel of everything as we talk about this one way or another. Let's go. Shout out to the HBOs, the SGs, the Share Gang. Y'all know who you are. Appreciate those who follow this channel, this content on multiple other platforms as well. I really appreciate it. Cowboys, what to do now? It's the Midday Sports Report. Cowboys will have $23 million in cap space. That's the name of the game. What you going to do with the money, the fame, the fortune? Will everything else remain the same? Who knows? Cowboy Nation, who really, really, really knows? But we can go through this list and see what available options that the Cowboys should roll with. One can argue this right here, that the Cowboys should, that's the operative word, should go grab a linebacker, of course. Could they grab an interior guy? Huh? Shout out to you, Tyrone. I see you in the chat. Shout out to you, the high life. Yes, let's go. Turn me up just a little bit more. Shout out to everybody. I see y'all on the Facebook groove. Appreciate you. Fame. <laughs> what day we all adore. <laughs> it is what it is. Let's go. Fortunate fame. We stuck in this game. Shout out to the Facebook. Yep. They really say ain't no party like a cowboy party, huh? What about a Law Nation group, huh? <laughs> no days off. No days off. <laughs> All right, Cowboy Nation, one love to everyone, man. Uh, this is the thing. Shout out to my guy, uh, Rome, Mr. Rome, last night. We had a great time talking about the Dallas Cowboys. You guys can check out that podcast. It's on iTunes right now. Or you can hit the rewind for your mind on my Facebook as well as the YouTube groove. And you can listen in to the insights of his opinions on most of this stuff that we're going to uncover today. And with that being said, the $23 million, you know, uh, will we do this? Will we get to the right graces? Will we uh, execute order 66? <laughs> will we execute the orders, you know, because the Dallas Cowboys been this team. Now that you think of it, help me out, Cowboy Nation. Hear me out and help me out. What did we do last year around this time? You know, 
What big name free agents did we do last year? Somebody, Jason Lay says, Cap Boy. <laughs> That's what I should have put in the title, Cap Boy. <laughs> Hashtag Cap Boy. <laughs> what did we do? We didn't do much. We didn't. We didn't do a lot. We didn't. And now the Cowboys are faced with some of the similar problems, right? Do we have that one guy that can step up and be this person that can help us out down the line? Now, granted, just because you got the money, do not mean or doesn't mean that you have to spend the money. Let me repeat. Just because you got the money doesn't mean you must spend the money for feel-good purchases. You shouldn't look at that. But when I look at this list, this free agent list that's out there, it's, it's hard-pressed for me to pass up on, dare I say, uh, Anthony Barr. It's hard to pass up on him. Why? Three interceptions last year. Three sacks last year outside of Parsons and maybe as a split duty as it relates to linebacker play. You can say that with J. Ron Curse. We need that level of production. Is it a long tooth? Yeah, it's a long tooth. Let me pull up the list so everybody can see. I really appreciate those who tuning in. Uh, you guys are amazing. You guys are wonderful. <laughs> you guys are, are, are fantastic. And, and I really appreciate you. Ezo Murray says we signed Malik Hooker, right? You're right, man. We signed Malik Hooker. Right? Who, who else did we sign? Who else did we sign? You know, Malik Hooker was one. I think KZ was right before the draft, right after the draft, right? Who else did we sign? Uh, Keanu Neal, right? So if history serves its purpose and history repeat itself, I, I kind of figured that we might do the same exact thing. Right, JT? Shout out to you, Jameson Taylor. Thank you for jumping in. We might do the exact same thing. That is right, Taylor. Appreciate you for jumping in. Uh, Casper, the friendly ghost, 86. Appreciate you, man. <laughs> I just threw that name in. Every time I think of Casper, I think of the friendly ghost. Um we blow this up right here. So we may do the same thing. Ain't this right, Sam? You back to Sam since Sam Williams changed his name back to Sam, right? We ain't going to call you D-Row. So J-Ron Curse, I believe, yeah. And that, there was a lot. Yeah, see, Knicks, man, I don't know what they're doing with it, but let me let me, let me help you out, man. You've been a, 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 a decent guy out there just helping the channel grow and and doing marvelous things for me, and, and you earned that one right there. Shout out to you, Jackie Price. Uh, LVE, yeah. <laughs> this is what the Cowboys did so far. Uh, Michael Gallup, we got him on the books or what have you, right? $62 million, right? Oh, excuse me, don't want to leave out the point five. $62.5 million, right? James Washington, <laughs> whatever you say, look, I promise you, when y'all see James catch the ball this year, y'all going to say James Washington. Y'all ain't going to say Washington. Washington. Y'all going to say it just like me. Y'all going to be like, watch James Washington. He get in there and score a touchdown, right? Uh, the Cowboys signed him to a one-year deal. One year. Uh, Jeremy Sprinkle, he re-signed with the Cowboys, Cowboy Nation, 
Dalton. Oh, Schultz. He signed a franchise tag, which is $11 million. 10.9, you might as well say 11, right? Uh, D-Law, Demarcus Lawrence, he agreed to a new three-year deal of $40 million. The contract is $30 million guaranteed. I don't know if my eyes can get any bigger, but that's $30 million, man, for a three-year situation, and he did that to give us more money in the pot, right? And under his notion, his mindset was saying, hey, now go get Bobby Wagner, right? <laughs> no, nah, nah. he was saying now the Cowboys can get more money and they can utilize those coins to go get somebody, right? So the $23 million that we have in the kitty, you can say thank you, D-Law. Yeah. Man. Thank you, man, for the money. <laughs> and we signed, re-signed Carlos Watkins, Dante Fowler uh, for a one-year contract. Both of those guys, the team of one-year contracts. Uh, we also signed Leighton Vanderesh, right, for a one-year deal. And then we re-signed, which is really good, by the way. Remarkable. Malik Hooker for a two-year deal. That, my friend, is a good one. And we re-signed J. Ron Kirst for a two-year deal. So by the time Malik Hooker contract is up, Marquise Bell should be ready to take the mantle, right? Marquise Bell should be that guy, right? Cowboy Nation, come on. Right. <laughs> All right, and, and with uh, that being said, J. Rock, J. Ron Kirst. He signed a two-year deal for $10 million. Based upon his production and his levels of skill set, it was up there with most of the – there was a comparison of J. Ron Curse of what he did and what Buda Baker was able to do for Arizona. And I don't think that the Cowboys are paying J. Ron Curse or what Buda Baker does over there for what he do for Arizona. But their levels of production were very close and similar. So one can argue, literally, that J. Ron Curse was a steal, you know, as far as that $10 million deal. That was really pretty much a good situation and scenario. I get it. We know that the Stephen Jones, the cap boy that he is, right? He don't like to reach deep down in those pockets, and that's the way he look at it. I can't tell him what to buy his daddy on, right? We can only sit back and be fans and get mad at it or what moves they do, but they're not listening to us. They got their minds made up. We can only support the team when they out, are they out there on the field. <laughs> but it's hard-pressed to change a person's mind. I promise you guys, you can find somebody that make $8,000 a, a let me see. No, 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 no. You can find someone to make $80,000 a year and you try to tell them to do something and you can't change their mind at all. They think that what they talking about is everything. Even somebody who making $40,000 a year. <laughs> Man, you can't tell me nothing. I'm the super. <laughs> That's how people think sometimes, you know, and there's some people, of course, of course, who would listen. But they'll sit back and say, you ain't on my level. I'm not for the change. These guys are billionaires with the B. And they believe in their philosophy. And at the end of the day, Super Bowl is good. Lifting up that Lombardi trophy is wonderful. 
but there's no extra incentives outside of bragging rights that you get for winning the Super Bowl to them. And if more people trying to figure out, hmm, how can I get to that billion dollar prize at the end of the year? You know, that's, oh, that should be. Everybody's in on it. Everybody's in on it. You make the same amount of money, whether you win, lose or draw. That's a brilliant and beautiful game plan to be in, Cowboy Nation. Uh, Kavarius says, I hope we get Julio. Daddy Boy says, no deal. <laughs> hey, man, that's funny, Daddy Boy. <laughs> oh, let me let me find my little lab button. Where my lab button at? <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> For me, to contextualize it, Cowboy Nation, it's similar, and I made this analogy once before, and I'll make it again. It's similar to me open up a burger shop business of selling chicken wings or burger shop or what have you, and Chick-fil-A and other places, Burger King, McDonald's, they are all in it as it relates to revenue sharing. And I just opened up my business, and I'm a part of their franchise, right, of their revenue sharing pool. I'm winning because my place could be at the low end, grade F, grade D, but I'm still getting a piece of the pie from what Chick-fil-A is doing, for what Burger King and McDonald's. I'm not saying that you guys got to go there and eat there, but that is equivalent to what the NFL does with the revenue sharing. Everyone get a piece and a slice of the pie, regardless of what it is. That's just how it goes, unfortunately. So the Dallas Cowboys, when you look at this, they were 12-5 and five last year, and they re-signed majority of the guys that was a part of the 12-5 and five situation. Now, Brian Anger, of course, they re-signed him to a three-year deal of $9 million. Shout out to him. Kudos to him, right? Second team all pro, Brian Anger, by the way. And Jack McQuaid, you know, he's the long snapper. As long as his name is not mentioned, I think he's doing a great job. But for references, let me see if I can pull up uh, J. Ron Curse. Appreciate you guys. Uh, this Dak Prescott right here, but get out the way, Dak. Put J. Ron Curse up right quick. Get out, get out the way, Dak. <laughs> this is what most of you guys want to do to the brother. Get him out the way. <laughs> All right, so he had 75 solos, two interceptions, 73, 63 targets. Receptions allowed was 42. And just, just for references to what I was talking about, passer rating when targeted was 83.2. Uh, missed tackles, three. And he will let you know, man, I only had three missed tackles, man, in one sack. And for references, we wanted – let me pull up the honey badger first, though. Uh, Tyron Matthews. And then we'll get into other situations. And I know Tyron, he signed with he signed with the Saints or what have you. So three interceptions, 35 uh, receptions allowed, 65 solos. Passer rating with targets a little bit higher, 91. Three interceptions, like I said, eight missed tackles, one sack. Similar, similar to what my guy J. Ron Curse was able to do. So let me type in Buddha. 
Baker. They said, Law, man, you just try to make us feel good, man. Come on, Law. Man, we would look better if we had Buddha Baker, baby. You know? And I feel you, you know, Buddha is a little younger, I believe. He had three interceptions, 67 solo tackles, what have you. Uh, passer rating when targeted was 78, which is not bad. And, of course, two sacks ju- juxtaposed to my guy, uh, J-Ron Curse, uh, one sack or what have you. And he had 15 missed tackles. That's a lot of missed tackles, by the way. But he's a smaller guy who plays through the echoes of the whistle. And, by the way, that little play that the Cowboys love to do with the little CD Lamb bubble screen that they kept doing every other game, boy, he, he sniffed that out and went right to the ball. You guys remember that? Blew up the whole mindset of the Cowboys. They were calling out the plays before Kellen Moore could call out the play. You know, So that's a story of a different day, but shout out to the Arizona Cards. Here's the thing, for all of those who are out there listening, it's not like they blew us out, by the way. Not like the score was 45 to nothing. A lot of people look at those losses crazy. But let's look at the guys that that are available. These are the guys that's in the free agency that's available. Let's load them up. Let's load them up. And I'm going to ask you guys that's in the chat, man. I really appreciate you. Bar JPP, shout out to my guy, Jay Lombardi. Appreciate you. So, yes or no? Odell Beckham, yes or no? Yes or no? Put that in the chat. Odell Beckham, yes or no? Dwayne Brown, who's 37 years of age. That's a long tooth. That tooth is dragging on the floor. That's a long tooth. (laughs) Oh, my God. I don't think that the Cowboys would go with Dwayne Brown. You know, that's just a long tooth. But as a guy that can call and get off the bench to help you out, they got him ranked as the 14th option. Oh, I'm seeing a lot of no's. Shout out to, to, to you, Jermetta. <laughs> so, Fatality. So there's no on just, just about from what I'm reading from you guys' comments. There's no. No, 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 no. On Odell and Dwayne. Rob Gronkowski, he's ranked 26. He's left into the mix. We've been talking about 12 personnel. <laughs> what you call Rob Gronkowski? 33 years of age, got a plethora of, of experience. Somebody said, nah, dog, he. Keep moving. Robert Gronkowski. No. And, of course, all of the antics that he do for the Tampa Bay and as well as what he did with the uh, Patriots. Not going to fly over here, right? (laughs) All right. Let me scroll down. Trey Flowers. He's 29. He's ranked 44. Uh, Yeah or nay? I remember when we was going through the ups and downs, the highs and lows with Pan D-Law, I recalled a time when folks was like, shoot, Trey Flowers right there. Why don't you scoop him up? Yep. Nope, nope, nope. No grunk, no grunk. No, no on Trey. Look, y'all said all no. Let me keep moving. J.C. Treader. 
He's ranked 45 on this list. He's 31 years of age. We got $23 million. We have issues and problems and all type of scenarios with Tyler Biotish. What do you guys say? Did you pull the trigger on JC? Now, he do have position of flex. He can play center and guard. But primarily, he's a long tooth. I think even he was a guy that was drafted by Mike McCarthy originally. One can argue and say that, man, this dude is long in the tooth. He's 31 years of age. Come on, law. Don't do that, man. Let's not tease the moment. You know, some people say yes. And then you got to shuffle the whole deck. You got Alex Landstrom, right? You got Mac Farniak. You got Connor McGovern, who can play center. He plays center at Penn. And you got Tyler Biotis. But what if Tyler Biotis is everything, Cowboy Nation? What if Tyler Biotis can have that turnaround like Terrence still had, right? Because technically last year was his first year. You only played a spoonful, as old folks say, his rookie year. Although we going into his third year, he literally only played a spoonful in 2020. Got the full plate of food in 2021. Let me see what y'all are saying over here. Let me see. Let me be nosy. Yes, on Treader. No, on Band-Aid players. Yeah, I feel you, Greg. Gregory, you like this, Gregory. And I'm trying to figure you out, man. Gregory, you like this. Just rip the Band-Aid off, right? Let these young guys play but don't put the band-aid on right just rip the band-aid off and i get it from the psychology aspect of it of last year what they did with Terrence Steele. the cowboys tried to double dip and they said you know what if we can flex Terrence Steele to the opposite side of the field reinsert Lyle Collins, build up his trade value, right? Go on this another run with Lyle Collins at right tackle. Then when it's time to trade him, people will be looking at Lyle Collins as a valuable asset. But what they did was when they snatched the rug from under Terrence Steele's feet, he stumbled. They put him in an unfamiliar background, right, place or what have you on the left side. And it blew up in their faces. I call that game getting too cute. Getting too cute. It is. That, that's the reality of it. I'm too cute for this moment, right? And I told people, sometimes you just got to keep it nasty, right? It's Mr. Nasty time. Have your strong ones out there. I was going to say something else, but I don't want to, you know, stir, the, stir this conversation too wrong. But when nasty, say, okay, all right, hey, you lost your job, dog. We like Terrence Steele. He ain't lying to kick it. <laughs> but, but, no, nah, no, nah, dog, no, nah, dog. We're going to have to whirl with Terrence Steele until he lose, right? Until we lose badly. But that's a story of a different day. We, we, I'll break that down even uh, a little further into it. 
But let's go back to this list. Willie Fuller, or do you guys Fuller miss time in 2021 due to PED? <laughs> At least he was trying, huh? <laughs> PED suspension, personal issues, a broken pinky, he missed time. It's safe to say there are red flags, but the man can really run fast. Run, Willie. Run, Willie. Yes or no for Willie Fuller or Will Fuller? Let me know if you guys would like to pull a string for Will Fuller. He's fast. The, the kid is fast. And, and sometimes you have these projects where it's a new environment, a new team. He can just wake up and say, you know what, Cowboy Nation, you guys been begging for someone to take the top off the defense. I got experience. My pinky is okay now. Hey, I only took the drugs, man, because I wanted to satisfy my lady, man. It was nothing to do with my performance enhancements. You know, that ain't nothing to do with that, man. You know, kind of like with Orlando Scandrick when he took the molly, you know. (laughs) But, you know, that's the situation. Do you guys would like to see C.D. Lamb on one side, right? While Jalen Tolbert is trying to learn the NFL game, James Washington and Will Fuller. Simi Fihoko being that hybrid style of tight end. He's getting first-team reps, by the way. But would you guys like to see Will Fuller? Let me see what you guys say. <laughs> Chris Martinez. <laughs> I know I can get somebody to laugh, you know. <laughs> you know. Get your damn act together. All right, leave me alone, Jerry. <laughs> I see Asmodeus with the down finger on Will Fuller is made of glass. You know, I guess that's what he was trying to do, that, that PED stuff. The B-Zone, Cowboy Nation, shout out to you, E-Rose. Um, Fuller is injury prone, prone, also like Julio Jones, but veteran in the room would be great. This is from Tony. This is from Tony. Appreciate you, Tony. Um <laughs> Fuller's made of glass, baby. (laughs) He play hurt. All right, let's move on. All right, let's see. Offensive tackle, Eric Fisher. (laughs) The son of Mike Fisher. I'm just playing. All right, Eric Fisher. Fisher took a few snaps as a coach, just eight months removed from tearing an ACL. Oh, no, Achilles. I'm sorry. Achilles. He had his worst season since his rookie year. He's 31, coming off of a torn Achilles. But this could be a bigger value or a better value for this offseason. He could be everything. He could be everything, or he could be nothing. So with that $23 million, would you roll the dice for Eric Fisher? How would you feel? Cowboys now bringing in Eric Fisher. We're here live at the Star in Frisco. And he'll be your veteran replacement on this offensive line. This is something that the Cowboys really need to look into of re-solidifying the front five. The only unit that all five must be on the same page. And if you pull the trigger on Eric Fisher... You got to do it early. I want to bring in somebody who can really, really ingratiate themselves with everybody else already. 
Don't try to build a plane while it's in the air. The plane haven't taken off yet. Go ahead and build it now. So let me know to Eric Fisher. Yay or nay? Let me see. Rosemary says no. <laughs> let me see. But I try to say it in your voice, Eric. Here you go. No, God. <laughs> Everybody said no, no. No, God. I got one fish. I got one person say, yeah, catch that fish, man. <laughs> Yay on fish. I got one person say, catch that fish. All right, so let's move on. So it's a no. So I'm getting, technically, I'm getting all no from Odell, no from Brown. We got enough Browns on this team, right? No from Rob, no from Trey, no from JC, no from Will Fuller, no from Eric. What about Julio? Julio. There was a moment. There's what they read right here. There was a moment in Tennessee where Julio looked like Julio Jones, right? Now, they said he looked like Fulio. I'm Fulio, y'all. <laughs> or Coolio. <laughs> but he was only healthy enough to catch 31 passes in one year after catching 51 passes the year before. He was barely, he 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 has barely look, he has barely practiced. Let me highlight it again. He has barely practiced in the last three years. So it's a leap. They put it's a leap of faith. <laughs> you can't see faith. You can't touch it. You definitely, you definitely can't taste it. So it will be a leap of faith. Now, will he be a good locker room guy? You know, you got rid of one Alabama receiver. Can you bring in another road tie receiver? 33 years old, man. One contract, pull it in. And let me see, is he 33 or 31? Yeah, he's 33. Somebody said shame. <laughs> shame. Julio. Shame. Julio. Shame. By the way, he still haven't surpassed Dez Bryant's in touchdown catches. <laughs> I think Dez is still younger than Julio, right? How old is Dez? He 32. Not saying, look, before you guys come at me, I'm not saying that the Cowboys should go pick up Dez because I know that the Dez people about to come in right now and say, hey, man, Law, give Dez a chance and an opportunity to come out here again. I just can't see Dez in the Cowboys uniform, not in 88. That's just crazy. It's, it, it would appear like Jordan coming back with 45. You know, it just won't feel live, you know. Julio is just the name. This is from my guy, Jay Lombardi. Julio can't help it. He's hurt, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Dad should come. <laughs> I knew somebody was going to put Dad should come back. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, I won't miss. Hey, it's too early for that. It's too early for that, uh, Jerry Jones. Sit down. Settle down just a little bit, Jerry. <laughs> How old is Dez Bryant, man? Let me see. Let me see you pull up Dez Bryant. Dez Bryant. Let's pull him up right quick. All right, bam. How old is Dez? Mr. Dez. Uh, 
33.5, so they both 33. He 33.5. Look at they put the point five in there. Yup. Born in the 88. I didn't I I I never knew. I I I never knew that he was born in 88. <laughs> that, 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 that's really that's really amazing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so that, that, that's something amazing. I, I never knew. All right, so it's moving on to um, <clears throat> one thing we do notice with this whole list. One thing we do know is there's a lot of older guys that's available, right, in their 30s. But don't count those guys out. Von Miller was old last year, right? And he got him a ring. So, so don't fall into the traps of the age. Uh, Law, before I speak to anyone, I'm letting you know that there is 289 folks watching and only 67 likes in the chat room. We can do much better than this. Shame. 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 How dare you guys allow it to be that way? Y'all got to hit that like button. It's free. Free. <laughs> All right, so Anthony Barr, let me get a solid yes or no. Let me say this right here. Let me pull up Anthony Barr. Anthony Barr, here we go. Chris Brown, a dude look just like Chris Brown. For all of you, that's Chris Brown right there. Chris Brown, do y'all want Chris Brown? Uh, 40 solo tackles, 24 assists. He ain't caused no forced fumbles. But the man had three INTs and three sacks, I believe. Let me make sure. Let me double check, discount it. Three sacks right here. Yep. Passer rating when targeted is 86.1. Do you guys want me to start looking up? Do you guys want me to look up what, dare I say, Keanu Neal did last year? LVE in that role? Let me know. Y'all said yes to him. So I don't have to sully or denigrate anyone else, right? Uh, maybe for Bar, this is from um, Gregory. Appreciate you. So the Cowboys have a chance and an opportunity. Thank you, everybody, for jumping in. Neil was a boo-boo <laughs> at linebacker, man. It was hard for that man to make that transition, right? But for far as for what we were able to do with our safeties, give me that production opposed to what I think that we were going to get from Neil. Now, granted, Neil did make some few plays. Shout out to you, Dwayne. Thank you for the 200 stars uh, for the, your love and adulation. Appreciate you. All right, so at 30, yeah, bring a man. You got tw- Cowboys. I should be hearing this news tomorrow or sometime this week. Breaking news out of Arlington, Texas. The Cowboys now signed veteran linebacker Anthony Barr to a two-year deal. This deal is with some options. 
And with this relationship with Anthony Barr, I believe with George Edwards, this should be a good, unique relationship because he knows the system. Yes, he's an off-ball linebacker, but I'm looking at his pedigree. He has the ability to cover, and he can put him on the on the line off the edge on C-gap, and he can blitz around and get to the quarterback. This is a good pickup for the Dallas Cowboys, pointing in the right direction for the Cowboys to solidify their front seven, right? Experience. A new broom can sweep the floor good, but that old broom can get the corners, and I'm quite sure that Dan Quinn, with the help of George Edwards, would put Anthony Barr in the right situation, right? Because we still have to say to ourselves, LVE, yes, he got better down the line, but who would you rather play, LVE or Anthony Barr? Y'all can let me know in the chat. That should be the situation. Barr and JPP will be dope. I feel you, Jay. I feel you. Shout out to you, game. Appreciate you. All right, so Justin Houston. That's 33. These, these guys are all the same age, I promise you. Uh, Yarenator Justin Houston. <clears throat> Sheldon Richardson. I think we've been banging on the table for this guy to have at least a cup of coffee for the Cowboys for a long time, right? Uh, seems like no one has been more of a top 101 list over the, over the years than Richardson, right? Who is still delivers professional snaps on a one-year basis, right? I think, think that he can still give you something. Let me see. Let me see what Sheldon did last year. I don't know what he did. Uh, let me see what he did. But I do know at one point we were banging on the table for this big boy to be on his team. Whew. Oh, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. As a rotational guy, yeah. I need to go look at this tape, though. Let's see how he got those four sacks and one forced fumble. Let me see what he got. 37 pressures. 24 stops. 22 hurries from the interior. I mean... If Gallimore and Osa, Osa got, gave us three sacks last season. Gallimore gave us one and a half, right, or one sack, and he was injured. And not like this dude, the 340, 330. Sheldon Richardson is right. What, he's, he's, let me see. Uh, what's his, I think he's like, what, two, 294, but he, he plays a whole lot bigger than that promise you guys uh let's see what is 2020 league six sacks from the interior in 2020 we haven't had a guy to have that much production from the interior since hatchard left right <laughs> let's go uh okay four 19 what are you doing 18 five Got five on it. Seventeen. He only had one. That's the that's the level of production we normally get out of our interior guys. <laughs> one second, we like, yeah, we go to the moon. <laughs> Two and sixteen. 
Yeah, that's the levels of production we normally get. Uh, seven in twenty fifteen, nine and fourteen. Boy, that boy was crazy in fourteen, wasn't he? Come on, uh, he wasn't playing any time before that time. Oh yeah, four in his rookie year. All right, so man, what? Let me know what you guys think for a cup of coffee. And <laughs> Odigi Zua, you know, yeah, I'm saying. Also regress during the season. Now, to be fair, to be fair with Osa, to be fair with Osa, you know, that was his rookie year. And three sacks is nothing to sneeze at, especially coming out of your rookie year. Let's sign Anthony Barr and get it done with it, I feel you. Sue is nasty, yeah. We got Sue next on the list. 35 years of age, Cowboy Nation. Do you want to go grab Sue? High Tower still out there? Let's see what High Tower. Let me see what Dante, Dante High Tower. Let me see what High Tower did. Let me, let me see what he did last year, just to be nosy. Didn't do nothing. Didn't do nothing. Yeah, yeah, okay. All right, now, now there's no on the high tire. Okay, good, good. I just had to double check, man. Discount, double check it. And let me see what Sue did last year. So, so, Sue still got it. <laughs> Six. Sacks last year, 37 pressure, seven hits on the quarterback, 14 stops. Let me see what he did the previous year. Six again, three and 19, five, five. So at, at minimum, he's going to give you, what, five sacks at least, if I'm going back for the next, you know, six. So that's what he averaged. That's, that's his norm, six sacks. And it feels like you know every one of them, right? <laughs> so at minimum. You're going to get five sacks from this guy. Sue Nasty, man. You know. Well, what I'm saying. It's Mr. Nasty time. <laughs> yeah. Well, what I'm saying. It's Mr. Nasty time. <laughs> All right. Uh, for perspectives, I like my guy Sam. He put it into context. Five sacks next to Vita Vea, which... And then he had to stay at Ramsland. So, yeah, I'm trying, to, I'm trying to put it into other contexts. My other context would be, can you just win your one-on-ones? Basically, that's what we're looking. And I'm not trying to cast a shadow over Ridgeway. Chauncey Golston before they get even a chance to have this opportunity by bringing in a veteran Carlos Watkins Osa Navel Gallimore who else I'm missing out on those guys that play inside I'm missing out on someone I'm not trying to cast a shadow over those guys by bringing in a veteran am I missing out anyone else that gonna play inside Shout out to you, Twin Empire. Appreciate you, my brother from the same mother. 
it's a mindset that we bringing in. It's Mr. Nasty time. It's Mr. Nasty time. Big bowl. Yeah, I knew I missed out on somebody. And, oh, God, gosh, Tristan Hill. That room is big. This is, look, look, look. If, if it takes me forever to bring your name up. <laughs> Here's our problem with the Cowboys. And this is not me being negative with the Cowboys, by the way. And it's a beautiful, unique philosophy. It is. It's really enriched with a good thought track to do. We develop guys to go elsewhere. What do you mean, Law? We develop guys to go elsewhere. Let me see. Is it Hannah? Is it Bo Hanna? <laughs> Not James Hanna. Hold on. Hold on. I'm going to pull up this guy right here. Quentin, right? I know I, I know I was right. I'm putting Bo I just put in Hanna and think they was going to pull up. We develop guys to go elsewhere. So when you look up this right here, and I know that he didn't have a, a bevy of, of uh, snaps here. But when you look at it, this is putrid, right? This is <laughs> this de this is despicable, right? As far as the numbers aspect, I see zero sacks, zero forced fumbles, six solos, four assists, right? And I see a, a plethora of red stuff, and then I see three pressures from your big boy, right? Three hurries, and I know that he didn't get enough snaps. What most Cowboy fans want now. And saying, okay, cool. One day, Bo will be that guy. But we, we, we trying to win. Now we got $23 million. And I get it. You want to develop him. You want to make sure that he can be that guy down the line or what have you. But then when it's time to pay the person, the same person that you develop, and then you hit him with like, hey, man, remember, we believed in you. We took time to nurture you. We took time to develop you. What about that hometown discount? Home tape. You home skillet. Right? You supposed to be one of ours. Man, I know, man, but the coats, they talking about paying me 10 to $12 million more. Hey, man, don't forget who buttered your toast. You're going to go with the coats. Now it's time for us to bash you. You know, <laughs> that's how the Cowboys do versus just going in there and picking a guy that's already half skin or iron on the wall. Right. And that will be Sue or any of those other guys. Just a little longer in the tooth, of course. All right. So we have Kevin King. Let me see what Kevin King did last year. Let me pull up. King. Y'all bear with me, Kelvin King. All right. Here we go. Oh, he don't have an L in it. Okay. One interception last year, 22 solos, 22 targets, 19 receptions allowed. He wears number 20. 
passer rating when targeted was 116. You only had one missed tackle, eight stops. I mean, and he averaged, what, uh, 14 yards per reception. I mean, he's long, right? He's what the Cowboys like out of a DB, six foot three. He's 27. Do you guys bring in Kelvin King? Do you bring him in, yes or no? Or you say, man, hey, I kind of like Kelvin Joseph versus Kelvin King. I like Nashawn Wright. Huh? I think the Packers had the third-ranked defense last year in the National Football League. They were top up there with turnovers, and he only had one. But, you know, do you take him? Should have traded for Justin Simmons. And I think they wanted a first and a second for him. I don't know, man, for Justin Simmons. But shout out to Justin Simmons. He is a dog. Kevin King is a baller, too. Nah, I'd rather see Nashawn. This is for my guy Marcus B. Shout out to you. Flame Red is. <laughs> shout out to Flame, man. Oh, my gosh. And uh, Larry, that's all I'm going to say. I, I, can y'all put his name down? Ogun Joby? Ogun Joby? <laughs> Let me see what Ogun Joby did. Larry. Ogun Joby. Or Ogun Joby. <laughs> I got some of my eye. Ah. That eight sacks, 33 solos. <laughs> Anything from the interior. <laughs> I'm looking for it, baby. All right, so let me see. He 305, big boy. Cleveland. Straight from Cleveland. <laughs> 2017, how old this guy is? No, 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 no. Where is this thing at? How old is uh, good old Larry? 27? <sighs> Let me see what else he got. Whew. This is impressive. I'm looking at this dude. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, yeah. How I'm flipping that and flipping, flipping through his resume. Oh, so you graduated. Oh, oh 3.9 GPA. Okay. Community service, I see. You know, <laughs> at 40 pressures, when I see 40 pressures, I know something is going on. From the interior. What the world, what Cleveland been doing? Cleveland got all of those boys on defense, and I know that they have Garrett on their front too, so that could be a situation. But can he win his one-on-ones? 31 stops. 25 hurries. What's what's his what is his problem? Oh, he played for Chicago, not Cleveland. What team did he I thought I saw Cleveland. Drafted team Cleveland. Oh, he was on Chicago. Okay. So he was on Chicago. Y'all help me out. So I don't know why oh, he plays for Chicago last year. Okay. What Chicago was doing then? Are those, do they, is there such thing as garbage time sacks? <laughs> you know, you know, is there such thing as garbage time sacks?
I'll bring him in. Larry. Old Gun Joby. Eight sacks. From the inside. Eight sacks. Come on. Is he fast? Who got who been watching film on Larry? Is it let me see in the chat. Is it yay or nay for Larry? I ain't looking at nobody else. Riley Reef, you know, he, he had a long tooth and then that thirty one year old Taylor Armstead, he just signed a five year seventy five million dollar deal. <laughs> I hope the man made John Dolphins do something well with him. But <clears throat> who who watches Larry? What what college he went to and all of this stuff? Larry is nice. This is from Bad Monkey. Pickle Rick says, Larry is nice, fam. Yeah, I'm going to look up some film. Thank you for tuning in to the law. Nah, no, I ain't going to do that until we sign him. But, shoot. How about JPP, Barr, and Sue? You know what? I would, Jay Lombardi, at this point, Evan in 2018. This is all from the interior. And then his rookie year, he had one. Six, seven, nine, nine, nine. 33 stops, I'm taking that. What's why is he why is he a free agent? 36 pressures. Uh-huh. Let me see what he did. I'm taking Larry. He had four sacks that year. What's Larry's story? <laughs> Somebody let me know what's Larry. Look, I'm gonna tell you. His parents should have called him Lawrence. You know. Law, law, open gun Joey, you know. <laughs> he would have been better, you know, if his parents would have named him Law, you know. <laughs> uh, O-Dog, or Q-Dog, shout out to you. He says, Law, you nailed it. Got his sacks against bad offensive linemen. <laughs> well, that's what it is. He got garbage time sacks, huh? Old gun Joey then got garbage time sacks. Um, and I'm not going to say that, though. Eight sacks is eight sacks from the interior. I keep breaking up. Can you guys hear me now? Let me tone it down. Can you guys hear me now? Eight sacks is eight sacks, regardless. <laughs> Sub Eagles fan. Shout out to the Eagles man that's here. Shout out to Flame uh, making your annual or daily visit over here in Cowboys country. I appreciate you. You know, we have this wonderful display of uh, seats that you can take. We give you guys popcorn, water, beverages, as it relates to the, the, the cold ones. We got it going on. Larry failed his physical with the Bears, and that's why he is available. Okay, let me see. Larry Ogunjobi is that guy who gives up a lot while searching for his own splash plays. One reason he could be on his third team in, in many of years. So he need coaching. That's that sounds like he need coaching. Like, dude, you're like you, you try to do your own, he needs some discipline. 
He needs some discipline. That's what it sounds like to me. That boy needs some discipline. Come on over here. I, I know we're not the most disciplined team because we've been we've been hit up with multiple. We've been hit up with multiple fines and penalties and plays after the whistle. All right. He look like he a swole dude though, you know. <laughs> yeah, he look like he can move some stuff out the way. Get to Jalen Hurts. Get to Carson Wentz. Let me see what else they got on this kid. So he played all the way around. He's just a knucklehead, huh? Uh, let me see what else they got on this kid, man. Uh, they don't have much news. They don't have much bad news on him. Let me see what the Bengals, what they see what they were talking about. Get it right. Uh, Eddie Goldman. Eddie Goldman's still out there, right? They don't have much on the kid. Hmm. Lamar says, big bro, last year it was the CB from New England. But look how Diggs turned out. I want the same for our second-year players this year, unless it's a lot of SB experience, Super Bowl experience. Yeah. Now, Lamar, I appreciate you. I got shanked by the butter knife, you know. Put that butter knife down. (laughs) Here's the thing. If we were to go with picking up J.C. Jackson, and we do have enough money, right, they put out a tender. Technically, we would have had J.C. Jackson, and I think that Diggs would still be Diggs, right? And we would have lost our second-round draft pick. So in a world, Cowboy Nation, hindsight is always twenty twenty. Would you rather have, hear me out, the if statement, you know, would you rather have Trayvon Diggs and J.C. Jackson in losing out on Sam Williams? Because he was the second-round draft pick that we would have lost the Patriots would have had our second-round draft pick. Would you feel more comfortable with Fowler, D.A., Basham on that line, and then as your secondary, you will have Diggs and J.C. Jackson? I don't think that Anthony Brown would beat out J.C. Jackson. And I guess in the slot, you can insert Kelvin Joseph there, right? Let me see what let me see what JC Jackson did last year. JC Jackson. I think he had about God dog, they love this kid. Eight interceptions out of ninety-eight targets, fifty receptions. They see I said they love him because they gave him all of these greens right here. Normally, they don't do that. Oh, my goodness. 
They got to be lying. This dude got eight INTs, passer rating when targeted was still 47.8. One forced fumble, 12 stops. He had 10 missed tackles, though, but I can live with that if you give me eight INTs. Man, that, that charge the secondary about to be scary, baby. And, and if you compare those numbers to, I'm not going to pull up uh, Anthony Brown, but I, I can tell you off the top, Anthony Brown had, uh, <laughs> jeez, oh, my gosh, nine picks. He had nine of them. That boy, that boy good. <laughs> You, you know, one thing I can tell you, though, my guy, C.D. Lab, he caught some balls on J.C. Jackson, you know. So I, I get it, though, but it's the mystery. Right now we can say, yeah, we would like to have, like my guy Lamar said, let's see what the second round uh, uh, looks like. Do J.C. got him a ring, too? Because I don't think that he was on that Patriots team when he won it. You know, uh, he could have been. I don't know if he was one of the backups during that time frame. And I think J.C. Jackson went undrafted for Maryland, right? Let me see. Let me see if I can pull this up. I think he was one of those guys. Drafted team. Yeah, he, he wasn't drafted. So, and he was, he's 26.5. He's a 4-4 guy. How in the world? I don't think he was drafted, though. I think he was undrafted. Y'all let me know, man. Y'all help a brother out, man. Let me know whether or not he was drafted or undrafted. But neither here nor there. <laughs> Red says Cowboys suck. Suck. <laughs> but that's okay. That's okay. That's okay. Y- you here. You here watching. <laughs> you watching though. <laughs> oh my gosh. But no, don't 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 kick him or her out. Execute order sixty-six. We we we're not gonna kick you out. We, we appreciate you. We appreciate you. Um, Cowboys got a harder schedule. Come on, strength of schedule really don't mean anything. Right, right. And if so, we got a harder schedule. I've got balls of steel. <laughs> we ain't worried about it. Look, bring me all, bring it me right here. And we ain't going anywhere. <laughs> it's okay, you know. Give us the harder schedule. Because this is the thing. If it's the hardest schedule, they would, would they would be in return to say it's the easiest schedule. And if it's the easiest schedule, they in return would say it's the hardest schedule. So it's a conundrum piece, regardless of how you look at it. And speaking of that, let's listen in to my guy, man. Uh, so we'll have a competition. Dan Quinn. Shout out to Bobby Belt. This is on his IG page. And then we'll play some other audio about our quarterback from 105.3 to fan. Teams split up on defense into three, and so we'll have a competition at the start. It might have been based on yesterday. It might have been pictures in the building, like for a rookie, name this person. I'm like, well, that was the person serving breakfast. What's their name? You've been here with them three weeks. Like, you still don't know like yeah. that's who their name is. Or, you know, I put a picture of the equipment guy up and say, what's his name? You yeah. know, and so for the new players, like that's super important to know that right. the support staff works with us not for us yeah that's a great point too you know like yeah, yeah you don't throw your talent like no yeah. you put it back into the bin and so knowing that the support team is part of what you do but they don't they're not added on at the end yeah. i think that's like those small things add up to say all right everybody has a role here yeah. 
I asked even the equipment guys, we got any guys on straying over at the, the <laughs> No, coach, they've been doing good. All right, that's good to know because yeah. I wanted to find out if somebody was above yeah. equipment or training yeah. or, you know, yeah. treating someone just because, you know, I was the head coach or defense coordinator to get more respect than, yeah. you know, somebody in a supporting role. That, that shouldn't be the case. Yeah. Not What's if you really it, want to get It really team. goes to that question that's up on the teams. So <clears throat> I, I wanted you guys to understand the psychology of what Dan Quinn, Quinn brings to the table. No big eyes, no little U's. And I do like the aspect of if you don't do well, he will pull you. And we can see that there is a unique difference between the defensive side of philosophy on the corn versus the offensive side of philosophy on the corn. You know, originally, J. Ron Curse was not the starting safety, strong safety at that. We was mixing in with the philosophy when you was out there at Oxnard. You would see my guy, other guys out there, DeMonte KZ, Donovan Wilson, those were the guys. But through hard work and perseverance and being out there, understanding and picking up the playbook, not listening to the outside noise, J. Ron Curse brought his lunch pail in. He had some bad days in practice. He did. Trust me. We saw some of the wide receivers and some of the running backs catch the ball or what have you and shine all day on J. Ron Curse. But this is what happened. He continued to grind, and he got that ball, and he got that position, and he got that role to be the number one safety out there. So it wasn't a lot of politics involved on the defensive side of the corn. He earned every stripe. He earned every star. And he earned every moment. And Donovan was like, hey, give me, give me out there, coach. Well, this dude got to fall on his face. And he never gave it back. He never gave it back to the other safety. But it goes back to what Dan Quinn just lamented. It's all about each one, everybody, got to hold the ground that they walk on. No one is privileged, right? No one no one is given the, the award, the cookie. Then he elevated through the course of the year to Green Dot Guy. You know, we're we going to put some of the pressure off of Michael Parsons, <laughs> and we're going to give it back to J. Ron Curse. Let him call out the defense his first year ever under Quinn's system. What you think he's going to do in his second year? Y'all let that sink in. For those who want to call in, the phone line for your mind is 657-390-7391. If I can get one of my mods to put that phone number in the chat box, I will be able to post it or pin it. I appreciate you guys if you want to call in to give me your thoughts and analysis of what we just talked about today. Um, hold on right quick. Before I do that, I got to play this audio. Hold on. I got I got one of the contractors who want to speak to me that's at my house. Give me one second, my friends. Give me one second. 
while I play some audio for you guys, and I should be right back. By the way, let's play Run It Up. And then the phone lines will be open. Just heard, hold your place. We'll yeah. be right back. Yeah, I just want to run it up. Can we check or something? I'm really in the field, let up. Yeah. Run up. Oh. I've been really in the field, a lot of rush, I love the feel Lately I just wanna run it up Don't need no deals, I make the deal Have a ticket to a meal, lately I just wanna run it up Yeah, mm-hmm. time to check us on Lately I just wanna run it up mm-hmm. Count that too, count it up, yeah. count it up, count it up, count it up Lately I just wanna run it yeah. up Need them ones, I need them fives, need them tens, I need that change to the safe, got blues inside. Greens and pinks, it's all the same. I still save and roll my change. Take some losses when I play, charge it to the game. I'm with O, yeah, I'm with T Black, I'm with Revin now. I'm with Bay, yeah, I'm with J, yeah, I'm with Chuck and now. Still the same, I switch the size, now it's about loyalty. Use the size off for the bag, and that's worth more to me. I mix Nike with designer, I experiment You just rock what's on the shelf and I'm not feeling it Search for the one, but baby girl, it's nothing real as this Can't trust a soul, I keep a hammer, call it too legit I've been really in the field, love the rush, I love the feel Lately, I just wanna run it up Don't need no deals, I make the deal Have to take it to a meal, lately, I just wanna run it up Kinda check a song. Lately, I just wanna run it up. Yeah, count that too, count it up, yeah. count it up, count it up, count it up. Lately, I just wanna run it up. Yeah, yeah. I just be off the dome. I never own no chrome. Too many foes and clothes. Yeah, yeah. I be at home alone. I be in zones alone. I be on road alone. Yeah. I be really in the field. Lot of rush, I love the feel. Lately, I just wanna.
Did y'all miss me, man? <laughs> I'm back, man. Oh, I'm all the way back. Uh, Cowboy Nation, really appreciate everybody uh, that tuned in. I should have had it on a longer loop, but I appreciate everybody for being part of this one. Uh, let me know if you guys are still here, and we can get going. And we can get going to it. Appreciate it. Oh, man, we still got some folk. Y'all some real ones. I go back to work and y'all still be here. <laughs> I'm going to do a marathon and just have it on while you guys. Shout out to you, Sadiqa. Hold on. Let me do this. Um, we have anybody that's waiting. Appreciate everybody. Yeah. We out. Man, y'all, look, man, y'all. <laughs> What's good, man? Oh, my goodness, man. All right. So where was, where was I? I was said I was going to play this audio. And then uh, the phone lines are open if you guys want to touch in. And they said, is Dak Prescott not a QB you win games with because of? And this is their title for, we got to talk, We always got to talk Dak Prescott. Y'all know how this goes, right? Shout out to y'all, man, that's tuning in. And do you guys think this is a, a, a quarterback that its team wins because of him? Maybe a, a or more of a bus driver? Okay. And would you do contract for life? Josh Allen, Buffalo Bills. <laughs> yes. Brian's been on this one sure? for a long time. VIP, I see you. You've made me doubt a little bit, but oh, I, I've made you doubt. You yeah. were doubting. You were oh, a doubter. I was a Josh Allen doubter coming in. Yes, two of my worst sports takes of all time tight are Josh quarterback. Yeah, he was a yeah tight end or a running, running back. back. Yeah, uh, masquerading as a quarterback, and uh, and Justin Herbert. I did not believe in Josh Allen or Justin Herbert, and it took Allen a little bit of time, but he has certainly proved me wrong. It took Justin Herbert five seconds, and he proved me wrong. All right, so let me put some context behind this Cowboy Nation. Allen got hooked up with a good offensive coordinator, a, a good team that saw and had a vision, and they put some good defenses around that particular team. Now, I'm not discounting Allen and his skill set, and that dude got an arm that he can sit back, close his eyes, and throw it, and he'll, he'll land 80 yards on the other side. Dude just got unbelievable arm talent. His problem was he couldn't hit water if he fell off a boat, right? He he had like that uh, Happy Gilmore swing, you know, and um, just could be accurate with it. But it is what it is. He's a phenomenal quarterback. Now Herb, I've seen a lot of people who are high on Herb. Right, Herb Herb is a real accurate quarterback, uh, elusive, tall quarterback, and nimble just a little bit. Right, right. And we all saw him and said, hey, man, that kid need a sandwich. Health was his issue. And so far, he's doing a good state. That Chargers team, shoo, they got some weapons around here. <laughs> Dana Jett says, <laughs> they roasted me. Tell them to call in. Tell them to call in and roast me. Don't, don't, don't be keyboard warriors. Call in and roast me. <laughs> so, yes, but that doesn't mean that I have to just hammer against them. 
uh, just because that was my thought of him coming in. Now I view Josh Allen completely differently. Holy smokes, credit to the Bills and all the things they've done building around him. But yes, he's 100% a quarterback. That is, he's one of the extraterrestrials that we talk about. Are you bleeping kidding me? All you have to do is turn on that playoff game between the Chiefs and the Bills, Mahomes and Allen. You look at both of those quarterbacks and you say, yes, please. Yeah, yeah, he's been great even without a great O-line. I mean, and I think he balances the big plays with keeping drives alive and the ability with his legs just really sets him. I get it, man. I, I know, man. I got thick skin under this beard, man. I, I don't mind you guys talking about me, man. Come on, man. I, I love y'all. Yeah, y'all love me too. I'm <laughs> a part. Maybe the best dual threat quarterback in the NFL right now. Might regret this, but there might be some regression on this kid. Okay, why is that? Brian Dieball and Ken Dorsey now going to the New York Giants. Okay, all right. That's a good something. Mm-hmm. Well, Ken Dorsey. Ken Dorsey got elevated to the OC. Did there. he get elevated? Okay, yes. then I thought so he. That's I thought how they he, were able to keep Dorsey. Okay, that's the thing because okay. I was worried about. I thought Dorsey. Had left. No, he's no, Dorsey okay. stayed. Dorsey okay. took over for Dave. They got that, your guy Joe Brady now over there. As the okay, well, Joe coach. didn't do a very good job in Carolina. So, but, yeah. Okay, well, let's talk about then the prime. But if they are able and eligible to get Danny Dimes to play like Allen, <laughs> I'm, I'm going to lose my mind over here. <laughs> oh, my gosh, man. Oh, Primary go. play caller then with Brian Dyble. Right. That, that one didn't keep an eye on there. For sure. We'll see if Ken Dorsey, there's a lot of of positivity. And that's why I thought he'd left. I thought he left Buffalo to go to the Giants. But him as a play caller, I'm interested to see then if that's the case. But I think losing Brian Double, there might be a little bit of regression there. His accuracy was so bad in college and then his first year or two in the NFL. What gave you confidence that he would be able to get better at that? Like how much can guys improve? I I felt like to me, I like. The, I like this mental makeup. I yep. like the physical toughness. The fact that he was thrown to cattle ranchers and pharmacists <laughs> and stuff at, in Wyoming. Jobbers, as the scouts would say. I'm just saying he's throwing to guys that weren't NFL receivers. I know they, they've had Yarborough has been a receiver back in the day. Kid didn't right. make it. But he but his part, he was airmailing things. It wasn't just no, he's his stats. Always, he's, always, he's always had a strong arm. He's yeah. always had a strong arm. And I thought... I thought the Buffalo Bills were the perfect location for him because of the weather. I believe in weather conditions. Right. I believe in quarterbacks thriving in weather conditions. Okay. I saw this kid play in the flying snow yeah. in Laramie, Wyoming. You yeah. know, myself. So I, I, I had a faith that this kid was going to. Buffalo is the perfect place for him to play. Again, you could start he, when you when he he's willing. He was willing to try and do something different. He was willing to be coached. He knew he wasn't perfect coming out of Wyoming. Yeah, and they worked with this kid. They got they got. There's there's still flaws in his game. Yeah, but with the way the physicality. I mean, we're all out here at AT and T Stadium. I think on a Thanksgiving day. You know, he fumbles the ball on a fourth and one, grabs it off the ground, jumps through, dives mm-hmm. over. That. I mean, mm-hmm. that's the like kind of real. All right, did you know I've seen some people say, "Hey, Josh Allen has outperformed Dak Prescott." Did Josh Allen play every game last year? Did he did he uh sit out a game? He threw for 4407 yards, 36 touchdowns, 15 interceptions. And I I must mind you guys. The legacy for the Buffalo Bills is Jim Kelly. That's the only quarterback that you have to live up to. Don't mention Drew Bledsoe, Cowboy Nation, but Jim Kelly, that's the only quarterback. There's not thousands of folks every single day 
saying, hey, can you win us a playoff game? Oh, they don't have no leg- legacy of winning multiple Super Bowls, by the way. So he can waltz up in there, Josh Allen being a number one draft pick, and slowly gain his respectability with the NFL. He's six foot five. Yes, he got a cannon for an arm, right? And he got some good tutelage, as I can say, from the coaching staff and their organization. So let's listen to more of what they have to say. Because trust me, trust me, Dak Prescott numbers just the same, but there will be those if Dak Prescott threw 15 interceptions, five more than what he did last year, you guys will be ready to to reverse crucifix Dak Prescott. You guys would be. And let me see what he did in 2020. Yeah, that's pretty good. 2020 was a real good year, 37 and 10. Oh, that was exactly what Dak Prescott did <laughs> this past season. And then 2019, okay, 20 and 9. And then, of course, uh, 2018, 10 and 12, 10 touchdowns, 12 interceptions. You guys would never let him. Y'all, look, I know y'all slick Cowboy fans. Y'all would not allow this to happen. <laughs> y'all would not allow a quarterback to have more interceptions than they do as it relates to touchdowns. Y'all would not allow it to happen. I know y'all, I know y'all, y'all sly devil, y'all. I know how y'all think, Cowboy Nation. Y'all would not allow this kid to develop. If if the Cowboys drafted Josh Allen, you guys would have been really said, oh, no, man, he got us another quarterback. Y'all would have been crying every year. Let's go. Let's That's go. the kind the of will that I, that I want with my quarterback. You know, Dak has that will. He, I don't think he. I don't think it's that down the field. I mean, we see with with Allen. I don't see that arm talent. He doesn't have the same physical gifts. Cannon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Allen, right. Allen can throw it through. I mean, so are are you doing yeah. a contract for life right now for Josh Allen, or do you have a? Little oh no, bit of I'm a just I'm just saying. I'm just saying. No, he's going to get the contract for life. No. I'm just saying. Keep an eye on maybe some slight regression because of the uh, the OC being gone. Okay. Yeah, yeah. You're in line. The regressions. All right, so I got five, seven, three. You're live. Hello. I So I heard about this debate recently. I'd like to find out if you think that Dak Prescott is better than Baker Mayfield. Without a shot of a doubt, yes, Dak Prescott is better than Baker Mayfield. <laughs> Without hesitations. Yeah, yeah. So, well... This is the question. Are the Cowboys going to go all the way this year? Oh, well, I want the Cowboys to get back into the playoffs. And then from there, after they can win a playoff game, then I'll let you know whether or not they can go oh. all the way. That's, that's just my rationale okay. of it. Yeah. All right. Thanks for your time. Anytime. Anytime. All right. So for those who are out there thinking that Baker Mayfield is better than Dak Prescott, people fail to realize if Dak Prescott was picked up and put on the Cleveland Browns, number one, first and foremost, first and foremost, people would have a change of perception of Dak Prescott if he played for the Cleveland Browns, by the way. And you had two wide receivers on that team before Odell Beckham left to go to the uh, Rams or what have you. They have a strong running game and a top 10 defense. Top 10 defense. 
I think that Dak Prescott would be looked upon differently if he went to a different team outside of the silver and blue. If you can have a quarterback to give you 37 touchdowns to 10 interceptions, right, and only had one losing season, the Browns would literally love and, and, and would love the ground that Dak Prescott walked on, right? For him to have only one losing season in the losing season that he had, here would still have Dak Prescott if the Cowboys – were to look at that and be like, yeah, man, that quarter please. 13 and 3, second year 9 and 7, third year 10 and 6. On the years or what have you. I got the 281, you're live. No, uh, for the next few weeks, don't watch Undisputed or uh, any of these um, crazy TV shows. No, 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 no. Let them all talk. This season, yeah. this season, we will prove everybody wrong. Dak will have a top five defense. <laughs> He'll have a solid offensive line. Elliott will have a resurgent year. And without Cooper, this offense will still be better. CD yeah. Lamb's gonna step in the number one spot, do his thing. Today we got that extra ten million from Collins release. So we got twenty three yeah. million free and clear. So, you know, and I, I know Steven's gonna sign at least one more guy. Uh, I would love if you signed two, you know, at least a receiver and Anthony Barr. Get a receiver, Will Fuller, you know, per se. Even John Ross. I, I, I'd settle for John Ross. You know, I mean, that guy's a, a speedster, a 4-2 guy. And uh, Anthony Barr on defense. Do that, and we are set and ready to roll. You know what I mean? And just we're going to let our play do the talking. And I'm going to go to at least three games this year. One of them is going to be week six at Philly so I can be there when we burn the link down. And I can burn it down, brother. Burn it all down, man. Hey, hey, just come out alive, man. I'm going to be there lighting the match when that clock hits zero and it's 31-10. No doubt, man. No doubt, man. I love the conversation, man. Let people know where to find and follow your content, fam. Yes, uh, everybody, if, if y'all would please indulge me, uh, Charles in Charge Cowboy Sports Report. I've got good content. Uh, I started my uh, channel mid-last season. I've been a fan since Super Bowl 28 when I was six years old. I've been bleeding blue ever since. I'm 36 now. So Charles in Charge Cowboy Sports Report, uh, I, I put out a video once every few days. I'm sure y'all like it, guys, and I, I appreciate that law. Uh, let me get my name out there. No doubt, man. Appreciate you. Go Cowboys, man. Appreciate you. Charles in charge, man. That brother's in charge over there. Uh, shout out to him and all that he do for the nation, Cowboy Nation. I really, 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 really like his insight to everything. I didn't even know. But collectively, collectively speaking, to say literally, yeah, the Cowboys are a team that's not even the best team in their division. I like that. You know, let them continue to bump up and push up and, and show love to the other teams out there and let us somehow fall up under the radar. I like it. <laughs> Look, it's a good feeling for us. MJ, just hold tight, man. Let me play some more of this audio and you'll be next, okay? Hey, next quarterback on the list, we're talking about guys that their team wins because of them. Joe Burrow, does that apply to him, Woolchuck? Joe yes. Burrow. Joe Burrow is the epitome of that, honestly. He is. He's the answer to the question. I mean, to me, Joe Burrow is 
It took over a dumpster fire organization that had not won a playoff game in 30 years and I still think is being underrated this offseason. One full season in. Contract for life already? Yes. I mean, he was showing signs. He was showing. Yeah. I mean, I I, I don't know why people aren't more sold. I, I mean, I did a segment. You know, Eric was out. I had Bobby Belt sitting in, and David Hellman came up, and, and we did an hour of radio with Hellman, who is a Burrow lover. LSU guy, yeah. And I I mean, I think I did my top five quarterbacks. Burrow is five for me. Mm. I think he's already a top five guy, and, and neither of them were ready to go there yet. I don't need to see any more from Joe Burrow. Okay, how about you, Chiafalo? Yeah, I, I don't need to see my. I loved Joe Burrow coming out, and right. so I, I he's already just kind of shown. Okay, yeah, the what what we saw at LSU was the real deal. Taking that type of franchise and doing it where you're coming off of a catastrophic knee injury mm-hmm. without an offensive line, and it's just like no problem. This dude has the it factor. I've seen enough from Joe Burrow. I'm good to go. Next quarterback. Now. Here's the thing. I do love the notion of when they say he don't have an offensive line because they give up a lot of sacks. And when we give up a lot of sacks, we got the offensive line. And when I raised the question last year, I said, hey, if they saying that Joe Burrow don't have an offensive line, why don't they pick up Connor Williams? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know they would. Uh, would you give me? Would you give me your left guard for our left guard? They're like, nah. Now nah, you can have Connor Williams. The offensive line is only good if everyone is good. You are only strong as your weakest link. And when you have holes and pockets in your offensive line, see the Cowboys continue to live off the reputation of. Hey, man, Zach Barton, man, hey, he's he's a Hall of Fame. He got the gold jacket. Hey, man, Tyron Smith, he's a Hall of Fame. He got the gold jacket. But those were the only two. Those were the only two. Literally, the Cowboys were ranked 23rd in pass protection, blocking. That's a horrid type of situation. On top of that, Cowboy Nation, I get it. Tyler B. Otis, they try to figure out things. I get it. I absolutely understand. Just because you speak glowingly of an offensive line unit doesn't mean that it equates that the unit is good. We have not been healthy since 2015. We've been living off of the reputation that this offensive line is 100% the best offensive line in the National Football League. Off of reputation. I can't make this stuff up. But I get it. Zach Martin, he's no one to sneeze at. And when healthy, Tyron Smith is no one to sneeze at. But nobody will ever give credit and kudos to the guys of how we able to win games with the horrid offensive line that we have established. Case in point, Lyle Collins. Yes, right tackle. But people fail to realize he had to be moved to right tackle because we were missing out on the right tackle. But everybody who did their research and understood that he was supposed to come into the league as a guard. I digress. <laughs> the COVID year don't count. I feel you. All right, let's listen to more of this audio, and then MJ will be next. <laughs> Lamar Jackson. Mm. No. The answer is no. Because we're talking about win be win because of, and you're talking about winning Super Bowls because of, the right? Answer, here's mm. why the answer is no. They were able to win games with Tyler Huntley, okay? 
Yeah, they crazy out their mind. I think Tyler Huntley and Lamar Jackson on the same page. 206, you in the mix. MJ, you're live. What up, Law? How you doing, brother? <laughs> man, I'm good. I'm well, man. Talk to me, man. Talk to me about this quarterback. Talk to me about this team. No, oh, man, we got to – we're trying to uh, – yeah, Dak is way better than uh, your boy. Who you know, he got heart, though, the little kid from Cleveland. Oh, oh ba- Baker to, Mayfield? Yeah. 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 He be trying, but he's not no Dak Prescott. Nah. We got to stop nah. playing around, people. Yeah, yeah. Come on, Cowboy Nation. We got to stop. <laughs> Everybody yeah. got their flaws. Even Rodgers. See, Rodgers ain't won uh, in a in – a, in a, so mm-hmm. if he was that much good, he won like three or four Super Bowls. So let's stop it, Cowboys fans. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> let's stop that. Yeah, we got to stop it. So we in the last of the last five, four games, Yeah, that's who's going to go. Everybody get mad at Dak. I get mad at Dak because I know he could do better. Right. I be mad when I try to make him up. He could pass. But, no, I don't want him trying to be like Tom Brady. I want him to be my Dak Prescott. No and doubt, I want MJ. Kelly Moore to make the right plays for the young man. That's all. Yeah, the expectations are kind of skewed for a lot of people. A lot of people yeah. look at Kelly Moore as if though he's already this guru or already this guy that figured out the NFL. When in actuality, he was a, a third-year offensive coordinator. Now he's going into his yeah. fourth year. That's, that's the no, that's actuals not. of it. And those are not excuses. That That's just. Yes. So, you know, let's stop playing around. No. I don't know why your boy said that last night. What did he say? What did he say? Law. You know me. I get on all the podcasts. Right, right, right. I turn them up for crying because they – when the draft came, they all was crying. Ah! Ah, <laughs> hey, all of them. And your boy you had on last night, what's his name? Uh, my guy, Rome, Mr. Rome, CFT. Yeah, I told him up. I, I said, man, <laughs> you guys, I said, I got on all of them. I said, well, I'm going to tell y'all something. Y'all not really cowboy fans. You know, we can complain. I get mad. <laughs> but don't go on national TV. And be saying, oh, man, gloom and doom, oh, man, because we didn't get the picks y'all in one. I said, man, I'm a cowboy for life. All right, I've right. been going through this since the 70s, the 80s, to the 90s, fight another day. Them guys, man, I told them guys up on it. I was tight. Yeah, I, 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 I remember you calling them all crybabies, man. Uh, I would uh, call them all them crybabies. And then they turn on their tune now. They like, yeah, yeah, you got to have that spirit, man. Keep I, I, that spirit. I, you, you know, to, to their defense, before I let you go, I, I, I think that when you when you said that Vach was crying and uh, some of the other guys were crying and stuff, to their defense, they look they was looking at it from the draft analyst uh, aspect of it. He was looking at it from these are the guys that he studied, right? And then after uh, a couple of days of, of looking at the bigger picture – on how Sam will be inserted or or how Tyler Smith will be inserted in on the team and looking at the complete picture, then then he realized and said, okay, these are the things that I can get 
from from this from this guy production. Just like uh, I believe his stance is, he loved Rashawn Slater, right? And what do we have yeah. issue? What we keep talking about now? Offensive line, right? So from his perspective last year, I love Rashawn Slater versus Parsons. Now, will Parsons work? Yeah. But you will have to see. It's a wait and see. No one saw Parsons doing what Parsons did last year. Not even the Cowboys. But it takes time to develop. I got another, uh, I got someone else in my front door. So I'm going to put the slow music on for you guys. And I'll be right back with you. Okay, fam? All right, fam. All right, appreciate you. Shalom. Shalom, my brother. All right, y'all give me one second here while I put some music on for you guys. I got to answer this front door right quick. Boy, it's a busy day today. Jumping in, the name is Law Nation. Y'all didn't think I had that that type of music over here. Had y'all moving to the beat. All right, so Cowboy Nation, mm, let me do this. We are, I mean, it seems like the interaction is down. I think that you guys need to go find someone else to follow right now and watch their content. I think the interaction is down. I really appreciate those who, who stay tuned. Uh, for this episode, and we'll just re-up the show a little later on, uh, uh, Cowboy Nation, and that's what I would do. Uh, I really appreciate everybody for tuning in. I really thank those who who's waited. Let me let me do this for those that's in the chat. Everyone, everybody that's called in. The conference has been locked. I give you guys um, one minute. Let me give because since you guys been waiting in the chat, man, and the phone lines, man. 100 grand, man, you live. Yo, yo, what's good, my guy? Nothing to it, fam, man. Uh, just, just just, been grinding over here, man. Talk to me, bro. I see, I see, man. I'm talking about this offensive line, and you can't really say that Dak, he's okay outside the injuries. And even right. with the injuries, a little bit, that offensive line has an effect on that. That's like... You know your heart. If your heart ain't pumping, the blood ain't going to flow. You get what I'm saying? So it's hand in hand. If right. he's being rushed, he can't sit back in the pocket and survey if he's being rushed. Right. Or through the ball too quick. Right. He had to. Or he was going to get sacked. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So put put that behind a, a Tom Brady line where Tom Brady don't get touched. And we'll see the godly numbers that Dak will put up. 
I'm just be honest. Nobody talks about the Tom Brady line. They just say how great Tom Brady is, how poised Tom Brady is. No, he don't get touched. He don't, man. No. And, and then even if he do get cut, touched, shoot, they pulling out all type of flags, 100 grand. Yeah, and, exactly. Yeah. Oh, he cursing everybody out on the line. You touch me, you 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 going out the game. We don't do that. Yeah, and some of those look, and, and I know I'm gonna sound like you know just just me crying about the team in the playoff, but there's no way that they would call 14 flags or 14 penalties if Tom Brady was under center in that game. And people fail to realize those penalties, those flags, that that control the pace and most of the outcome of the game. And I'm not saying that the 49ers didn't win that game. But, dog, it is hard to win a game when you drop back, you throw a ball, it go 32 yards to your number, to your wide receiver, then all of a sudden you see flag out there and they say do it again. It's hard. Exactly. That, that's fell out of heart. How many runs got called back? How many Tony Pollard bust out for 20 yards? Holding. What? Holding. What? And, and, that, and that was one of the things that was one of the things that I was saying too. I was tweeting out like it's amazing to see a game when the officials are not a part of it. And that was the uh, Kansas City Chiefs and the Bills game. They was going back yeah, and forth, yeah. back and, and forth. And that game was high scoring, too. Yeah. Right, right. It was a high score. I said, man, if the aficionados can just call a game like that, then we would like it, right? I would rather yeah, for them 100%. not to call a call versus them calling on every little move. And we've seen some clearly – some blown coverages too, but we've seen some clear holds and stuff like that, and they just let those boys play. And I like that better versus calling a flag on every gut dog on play. It's crazy, fam. I agree because of uh, you know holding get called fifteen yards now right. he in the hole. Right. You see what I'm saying? Right. And a lot of times that's not Dak's fault, but y'all expect Dak to get out of a first and twenty in the first. Come on, man! You can't blame that on Dak. You can't. You ain't lying, man. Look, it's just like touch foul of basketball, man. You can call it in every play. And and I think that a third of this comes from the uh, just the, the hate angle that the officials have toward Jerry Jones. And for anybody to say, I well, agree. why they don't why they don't want why they don't want the most franchise, the most revered team to be in the Super Bowl? Because of this one thing right here. The antitrust bill that they have with the NFL. And on top of that, the revenue sharing. If yep. they didn't have revenue sharing, then I can see it. But they still get paid the same whether or not the Cowboys make it to the Super Bowl or not. It's still going to be the same dollars. Right. But I appreciate right. you 100 grand. Appreciate you for keeping it 100 too, man. No doubt. No yes, doubt. indeed, man. It's a good call from him. All right, man. I'm gonna try to wrap this show up, man. I, I got too many pauses in this one. And what we would do is I maybe do a, a part two later on today to talk about the rest of the uh, the video, explaining everything about the quarterbacks or what have you. But let me share this link to those that's in here, man. I know I went over my time. That's just what it is. Uh, go here, and I'm gonna go there. <laughs> I'll be giving you guys some uh, unbelievable uh, insights to my thoughts on this, but I appreciate those who, who sit back and patiently watch this. Shout out to 105.3 The Fan. You see it right there in the chat. Click that link, and you'll you'll be able to watch the full, full uh, excerpt of them without me pausing and rewinding. Coach Marv, you're the last caller of the day, man. Talk to me, man. Hey, man. No, I don't. I, ain't, I didn't watch that video, but, you know, that $23 million we got here. Yeah. 
I want, I'm gonna tell you what we need to utilize, man. And exactly. I'm gonna give you the reason why. We need to sign a veteran linebacker again. Yeah. Because of the fact Michael Parsons is a veteran guy beside him to teach him the unique things about the linebacker position from a technical standpoint, Big not facts. just an athletic standpoint. Yep. This can make him a, even a better linebacker and a better football player. All the other positions that we are talking about have already had that. In C.D. Lamb, he had Cooper for three years. Right. Your line, your line has uh, uh, Tyron Smith and Zach Martin. Big All facts. the other positions have that already. Well, that's the one place that he cannot look in the room and see somebody that has that has those skins on the wall that has been in the league eight, nine years and still playing productive. They can say, hey, young blood, I know you're fast, but let's think about it this way, and it'll right. be a lot easier for yourself. Mm. Yeah, I mean, that's the best way to put, put other guys around your, your talented stud and not allow your stud to do everything, you know. Uh, just and look at it like that. A player. Come, hey, people People look immediately at Ray Lewis and say, hey, man, it's Ray Lewis, man. But I don't know what Ray would have looked like without those big boys up front and then without them acquiring uh, T-Sizzle down the line. You know, so all of those things plays a major role, not a minor role. And I hope the Cowboys and figure that out. And he came in with a linebacker coach like Mike Singletary at the beginning. Oh, man, you preaching now. Oh, yeah. You, who? See what I'm saying? So this was Mike Parson be someone, because right now he's just playing on a lot of this natural lack of natural athletic ability. Right, right. What if he, what if he starts thinking the game and he can figure things out before it happens? Man. What that makes him now? Man, that, that makes too much sense, Coach. Ooh, that makes too much sense. <laughs> That's what we need. We just need that one veteran presence because LV can't give him that. And Lou Griffin can't give him that. No doubt. And you can't expect rookies who come in next year just coming in after him to give him that. He's the only good veteran guy, and he's in his second year in the linebacker court. You no need doubt. that guy in that linebacker court to no get that level, that experience, so you can go to new levels and get this guy, this partner as a be a Hall of Fame linebacker, then a Hall of Fame defensive lineman, you're just going to make him mm. a better player with a veteran, good veteran presence that probably got some skins on the wall that can still play. Man, you you, you spit today, Coach, man. I pre- really appreciate you uh, for your insights, <laughs> man. Have a good one, man. I, I thank you, too. Appreciate you, Coach. That's a good call from Coach Marv, man. I, I, look. He can call in every day <laughs> if granted, you know. Love that. All right, Cowboy Nation, really appreciate you guys. I hate to rush up out of here, but uh, I got to roll like dice, basically. Uh, be sure goodbye. to hit that goodbye button, right? Be sure to hit that like, share this content, let a friend or a neighbor know where to go when they want to tune in to Cowboy Sports Talk and beyond. Uh, Cowboy Nation, really appreciate you guys. Thank those who who participated today, right? The moment is here. The time is necessary for us to continue to grind. $23 million 
what the Cowboys should do with that. That is up to the Jones family. But like what Coach Marv said, go out there and grab you a veteran linebacker to patch up and marry up with what Parsons should be able to do this year. Right? Let's continue to figure out new ways, new opportunities, and it starts this week, of course. We'll find out what these boys can do, Cowboy Nation. That's all the time that I have for this moment. Appreciate you, Paul. Shout out to you, Jet. Thank you for coming in. Um, Appreciate you, Tony. Thank you, Robert. Appreciate you, Marcus Calloway. Appreciate you as well as anyone else that's watched this stream. That's been my time. I really thank you all for yours. DC for life. Let's go. Turn me up a little bit more. There we go.